Blog Talk Radio.
this is pretty much how it's going to be with them. This is pretty much what it is for them. There is nothing for them. There is nothing for them. You see? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when you're going forward. Keep that in mind when you are raising yourself by the power of Amen. While we are here in the power of Amen. What this means to be in the body of Amen. Keep this always in mind. See, because in this day and time, in this place and time, we are headed towards some place. This is what keeps us going every day. You see, this is why I don't get tired of my life. I may get tired of the people around me doing the same circular things, acting the same circular ways, but see, I don't get tired of my life. You see, what makes me tired is when people do not extend or evolve themselves to the next level. That's what makes me tired, tired of being around people because, you know, when you're around people, you expect more from them. You expect more maturity from them. You expect them to grow mentally, you see. And you expect that of yourself. You see, I embrace the tomorrow. See, we have to learn to embrace the tomorrow because in the tomorrow is the constant, is the ongoing, it is the next day, is a next day of power for us. Each day is a next day of power for us. All right? That's real. That's real power. That's real presence in this day. You see, it doesn't matter how, what, when, or why the power comes. It's that it is here. It is here to raise us into a next state of power. It is here to guide us into the next stage of power. You see, Each day that we breathe, each day that we move forward, it's supposed to be the next stage into a greater you, a greater tomorrow, a greater extension of you. These people wish they had that. They're living for nothing. They are living for nothing. They are doing for nothing. Okay? Nothing. So keep that in mind. When nothing comes about, in your life, when nothing moves forward in your life, when nothing is continuous in your life, nothing comes to power in your life. You see, your life is a series of ongoing events of power. That's what your life is supposed to be, an ongoing series of events toward power, toward real power. And if there is no ongoing series toward that, then there is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing that will guide you forward. There is nothing that will extend you ahead. Time becomes frozen in your circle or cycle of life. Your time becomes frozen. You know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to live. You know who you're going to encounter, the type of people you're going to be with, and then you're going to fall out. You're going to fall out and you're going to phase out in this time of regression. 
You see, it is a time of regression when you are moving in circles. It is only a time of regression, a time of fallout. It is only a time of fallout. You see, the time of fallout comes when you no longer have nothing to look forward to. That's the time of fallout. That's why, you know, the fourth dimension promises us what? Ongoing and continuous views into future power. That's what it promises us. It promises us forward view, constant view, and extension into power. You see? And without that, without that constant and forward view into power, without that constant and forward view into a continual state of power, there is nothing. There is nothing. Always have something to look to, to move forward to. We must always have something to look to, to have something to look forward to. And because of that, because of that power, because of that presence of power, that looking forward into tomorrow, that's what keeps us going because we have something to look forward to. We have something to look forward to. That is the future us. These people of the two-dimension, third-dimension, their lives are pretty much ended because they cannot escape their own cycle of life or their own, their own cycle of existence. Do y'all know what I mean by that? Do you know what I mean when I say they can't escape their own cycle of existence? You know what I mean? I mean that they cannot stop being. They cannot stop being who they allow themselves to become. They cannot stop being who they've allowed themselves to become. Small, petty, in a box, right? In a circular box of nothing. This is what they have allowed themselves to become. Nothing. You see, nothing begats nothing. And it's befitting of nothing because nothing is all these people have. Nothing is all they will ever attain. Nothing is all they will ever achieve. Nothing. We're moving into the state of something every day because we have something to look forward to. We're moving into the state of something, continuous something. Because there's something to look forward to. There's something by power to look to. There's something by presence to look to. There's something by continuation to look to. And see, without that, without that, without the reality of that, there's nothing. Without the reality of that, there's nothing. We came to sum up into something, to continue forward, to discover the next levels of ourselves. This is what keeps us going. This is what keeps us alive, to discover the next levels of ourselves, to discover parts of ourselves that we never thought was living, you know, discover things that we didn't even think that, you know, we could actually become and do and be. That's what happens when you're looking forward into the future, forward, and I mean into the fourth dimension. That's what I mean. 
into the fourth dimension, into the future. See, because without that, without that looking forward, ability to look forward futuristically into that upper dimension, there is nothing. There is nothing. You see, we have summed ourselves up into something. We have summed ourselves up into something. Just because that something is the sum total of us. And we are the eternal us. We are the constant and continuous us. We have summed that something up into something which is us. So we don't have to have doubt. We don't have to have worry. We have everything that we need because we have the future vision of us. We're canceling out everything that is not us. And we are empowering everything that is us. We are the continuation, the greater continuation of everything that has long since passed. What I mean is these things in the circular cycle world or recycled world of the three dimension is just that a cycle that spins in and spins out, but it stays in its place. It stays in its place. Whereas we move into a greater place. We move into a greater state. We move into a greater extension of power. We move into a greater extension of space, time, and recollection of time. Remembrance. We remember everything in the greatest parts of our lives, and we forget about them in the next for greater events to unfold for the reason of knowing that there is a road, a path that we are traveling that is beyond circles, that is beyond cycles. This is what we have become. Linear people. We have become, by force of nature, linear people. We have become those linear people. When we broke out of the second dimension and we entered the third dimension, we started to gain access to the fourth and we liked that we were a people who are now unbound. When I say we are a people unbound, I mean we are not held by boundaries like being black or African-American or Negro no more. We don't care about what the beasts think. We don't care. You see, that means that we broke out of the bounds and shackles that we held over ourselves because, see, can't nobody hold nothing over you but you. The beast can't even hold nothing over you. You hold something over you. You hold yourself in those cycles of a limit of uh, limitation, and that causes the elimination of us over time because everybody spins out over time, and where you spin back up is usually in the same circle again. You float down, and then you float back up. You don't spread out. You don't grow up and out. You stay within a circle that cycles out continuously of your low-dimensional life. You find the same types of jobs. You get with the same kinds of people. And you wish that your life 
would in some way, shape, or form change. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not change. It does not get any better. It does not change. It does not get any better. You see? So, because it does not change, because it does not get any better, because it does not move our people into a state of power and alignment, we sit on the sidelines and we say, you know what? Nothing exceeds supremacy. Nothing exceeds supremacy like supreme movement, supreme motion. And what is supreme movement and supreme motion? The continuation, the movement of power, the constant and continuous movement of power. That is what exceeds everything. We are going to become boundless and timeless because we are opening up to greater and more extended time zones and more space, more dimensions, upper dimensions. And the fourth dimension is the open dimension for the upper dimensions. This is why, like I said, we can be in the most trivial of situations and places around these people, around these humans. It's like we don't even see these people anymore. We see something much greater. We see something much greater because it's meant for us to see something greater. That greater that we see is the fourth dimension. That greater that we are seeing is the fourth dimension. The greater that that we are now accepting is fourth dimensional power, real power, the power of constant and continuous illumination. That is the power. That is the ultimate power. Right? And in this ultimate power, this constant ongoing vision of power, we should always note that we have come to a greater state of power and extension in who we are, what we were meant to be, what we came here to become in the ultimation time and space, that we are constant and extended. We are eternal in our extension. This is what we look forward to. Because without that, what the hell is the sense in getting up? What do you people in the low dimensions get up for? You people in the two-dimensional world, the three-dimensional world, you get up to go to work, come home, get your little paycheck, get your little food for your house, pay for your cable bill, pay your rent, and hope you got enough money for uh, lunch or whatever to get back to work and do it all over again. Or you get up and you chase a degree to nowhere to get a job, to get mediocre, to make a little bit of money, to get you a place to put over your head and do all these things just to be mediocre. Even you people that chase the money and you got millions of dollars, you get the money just to go buy cars and houses and clothes and jewelry and all this other stuff, and you spend all this money and waste all this money, and for what? To keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. You're like, I say, Groundhog Day. You people in the low dimensions are caught in a perpetual Groundhog Day. Your life is perpetual Groundhog Day because you are bottom feeders. You are nothing but bottom feeders. So you are caught in the perpetual groundhog mentality. Everything you do is in vain because it's done in vanity, circular vanity. What is usually the uh, uh, type of mirror people hold in their hand, a circular mirror? You see, just like the woman, she's vain for nothing. The women who in their face, they always playing in their face. They always got pictures with funny hairstyles and everything else. Why do they do this? Vain glory. 
vainglory. They're looking in the mirror trying to find. You know why they do that? Because they're looking in the mirror trying to find something more than what they see. That's what they look in the mirror for. When you see these females up here, especially on Facebook, when they're always plimping and posing and striking a pose and all this silly shit they do, why do you think they do that? The old ones, the young ones, they everybody primping and posing and looking like damn mannequins. And sideshow clowns, all this kabuki-looking style makeup on their damn face, posing, looking ridiculous. You know why they do that? They do that, and the women look in the damn mirror at least 50 times a day because they're trying to find another face other than the face they're looking at. They're trying to find a face other than the face they're looking at. That's really why they do it. They, because, you know, they're tired of looking at the face they're looking at. So they're trying to find a face other than the face they're looking at. You see, that's what they're trying to do. But they never find that face. All they're doing is putting on damn disguises, and they believe in that those faces that they're putting on, those disguises, those damn clown faces are actually their faces. They got more damn character. They got more characters with their makeup and stuff on their face. They got more characters than DC and Marvel Comics put together. You see, sponge face. So, you know, that's a people or a people who don't see beyond just their face. They don't see beyond their physical. That's why they keep trying to see it. That's why they're in the mirror. They're trying to see beyond their physical, you see, and they can't do it, you see. They're trying to see beyond their physical, and they can't see beyond that. Because what that means is they're trying to see beyond the time and the frame in which they are locked into. Because they're locked into that two-dimensional frame of vanity, you know, boredom and jealousy, vanity. They're locked into that two-dimensional frame of boredom and jealousy and vanity. That's why they got to stare in the mirror because they're trying to escape the image of who they are. They trying to look into some. They keep. I, am I pretty? Am I, am I pretty? I'm looking at my look like as if. Because think about this. What is looking in your face a thousand times in the mirror? What is that going to do? They ain't going to change your face, but in the, deep in their mind, they looking to find a new angle. They trying to find a different angle to their face, a different look to their face. You see, brings nothing. It accomplishes nothing. They accomplish nothing. But see, this is what happens when you are caught in the life cycle or the uh, uh, cycle of existence. You are just swept up in that whirlwind. Literally, you're swept up in the whirlwind. That circular whirlwind, you got people who are swept up in that mentally. What do I mean? I mean that, you know, they get caught up in a certain way of thinking. They get caught up in a certain way of doing things. They get caught up in that. You see, they get caught up in a certain way of doing things. They get caught up in a certain way of looking. They get caught up in all of that. You see? So in getting caught up in all of that and getting themselves caught up in nonsense and madness and foolishness, this is what happens to these people. This is what happens to them because they get caught up in a state of madness and confusion and foolishness. You see, this is what happens to them. They 
try to exceed their boundaries. And the only way to exceed the boundaries that were self-imposed on you is to enter into that fourth-dimensional mind frame. And the only way to enter into that fourth-dimensional mind frame is to first leave the two-dimension and end up in the third dimension, to move along with people who are moving just like that, who are moving in the same direction you are. Because I told you, as time goes on, as life goes on, you're going to have next people come into your lives, people who are constantly in the next coming into your lives. See, because movement is only limited by your level of thinking. Your movement is only limited by your level of thinking. But you have to realize what level you've been given to move on, you see. Everybody's not given the same lane to move in the same level to move on. Everybody's not given that, you see. Everybody's not given that same lane to move on. They're not given that. Certain people, like I said, they're meant to move in different lanes, you see. And like I said also, the people who are able to move forward, the people who are able to continue forward, that is the power in which they are moving to guide themselves ahead, to send themselves ahead in the image of power. You see, to send themselves ahead in the image of power. We are sending ourselves ahead in the image of power. We are extending ourselves ahead in the image of power because it's important that we do that. It's important that we do that by the way of power. It's important that we guide ourselves by the continuation of power. Because without power, there's nothing. Without continuation, there's nothing. Guide ourselves in pure power, yes, we can. Raise ourselves in pure power, yes, we are. Because we are looking forward into the fourth dimension. We're being pulled into the fourth dimension. We're being pulled into the fourth dimension. That is what we're supposed to become. We're being pulled into what we're supposed to become. We're being guided into what we're to come become. You see? We're being raised into what we're supposed to become. Purposely. And if, like I said, by chance, our people don't realize that, if by chance our people don't realize that we're being guided into what we're supposed to become, then you know what? We're becoming nothing. We are becoming nothing if we don't realize what our place is and what we're supposed to become. We're supposed to become everything, every and anything we want to become. Because it is possible to become it. You see. And in our constant and continuous becoming of something greater, of what we are, we are raised into the image of power toward greatness because we are only looking toward the future, toward the fourth dimension, whereas everybody else isn't. I told you, everybody in this two-dimensional world and the three-dimensional world, all they're really doing is staring into the present. They think it's the future, but they're delusional. They're just staring into the present. You see, when you stare into the present and you believe it's the future, that is your biggest form of delusion. 
you actually think that your life is changing or growing or evolving, and you're doing nothing but running in circles in the two-dimensional realm as black people and it's in the and even these humans within the three-dimensional world. Yeah, they one step over so-called black people because they in the third-dimensional world. They understand, they understand the need for a society, a community, a nation. Uh, these things, they understand the need for that, and this is why they come together. So they're ahead of so-called black people. But even them, they run in circles. There's no evolution for them. See, the lid is being put on the humans and the so-called black people, the subhuman. The lid is being put on them as far as ascension goes. But the lid has been raised for us who are the elect. This is why we can talk about the fourth dimension, speak on it, and actually feel ourselves growing into that. We actually feel ourselves growing into that. This is part of our stage of development. We can feel ourselves growing into the fourth dimension because that's what we're meant to become. We're meant to grow into that linear path of continuation. This is why I say always, like I said, when you see people who can't escape the circular way of thinking, they keep going in circles and circles. You got to constantly keep having the same conversation with them. It's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. You see, when these people constantly keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, like I said, you have to keep you have to be concerned with that because you know that just might be their pattern. They cannot ascend that pattern. They cannot stop that behavior. They only know how to operate within that circle of bounds in which they are limited by. So when they can't be too, when they they're not able to mature, be mature, when they're not able to be uh, 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 focused on the future when they're not able to realize when they have someone in their corner and someone who can really help them and they mess it up all the time, that's because that's the limitation of their thoughts. That's the scope in which they're allowed to go by. You see, and it will always trip them up. They will always constantly be in that rotation because people, even in their everyday life, they are trying to move forward, and even though they're not moving anywhere. They don't want any stumbling blocks on their road to nowhere. That's why a lot of people are not going to put up with the behavior of people who are childlike and simple-minded and simplistic in their way of thinking. They're not going to put up with those kind of people, you see, because even though they're not going anywhere, they don't want to be constantly reminded of that there were people who are not going anywhere as well or people who are slowing them down to get nowhere. It's the path to nowhere. It is the path to nowhere. You see? And we as a people have to constantly be on the path to somewhere. We have to always move with a purpose. We have to always move with a purpose. You see? We have to always move with a purpose. All right? So... If we move with a purpose, if we move with the constant and continuous, then that's what it is. Our purpose is fulfilled. Our purpose is fulfilled. Our purpose in this world is fulfilled. Our goal is fulfilled. Our job has been accomplished. Keep that in mind. 
Because, see, power guides you in the direction it's meant to guide you in. Power guards you in the time in which you were meant to be guarded in. Because with power, when you move in power, when you move forward, there's a synergy that is set around you to protect you. That is the greatest states of you that is becoming powerful because as you ascend into these states of realization, as you ascend moving forward linear in these states of realization of who you are, what you truly are, what you are meant to become, a greater power protects you that is you in those future states. That greater power that protects you is you. The greater power that protects you is the future you. Your telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, your ability to keep people away from you that's not supposed to be next to you, that is the future you. That's the future you in progress. And while the future you is in progress coming forward, you're going to keep things away from you, people, places, and possessions. You'll stay away from people, places, and possessions that stand in your way. Y'all follow what I'm saying? That is the future you guiding you. That is the omni you, the omen you guiding you. But you must stay on that linear path, man. You must stay on that linear path. Because without that linear path, without us saying we're not going to be like these people, we're not going to follow the ways of these people, we're going to separate ourselves from these people, without that in mind, there's nothing. Without that in mind, there's nothing. Right? Without that in mind, there's nothing. We should always keep that in mind. We came here to sum up into something. We came here to guide ourselves into something, to raise ourselves into something. This is what we came here for, to sum up into something, to raise up into something, to guide ourselves into something. That's what we came for, nothing else. Nothing else. All right? Our goal is to keep moving, to hear this transmission, because this is the transmission. This is what keeps us moving. This is what keeps us coming, getting up every day, thinking about the fourth dimension. And then when thinking about the fourth dimension and hearing transmission like this, that's severing us from the low level, the second, the third, and, and those people in that low dimension. Hearing a message like this is moving us closer to the fourth dimension. This is our fuel toward the fourth dimension. We have to first and foremost be trained for lack of a better word, and I'm going to have to say it like that, trained to think fourth dimensional. We're going to have to be trained to think fourth dimensional. When I say trained, you know, I mean collectively trained, brainwashed. Yes, we're going to have to get brainwashed. We're going to have to wash the beast filth out of our brains, the things that kept us from moving forward collectively as a people. Yeah, we're going to have to be brainwashed. Yeah. You see, we're going to have to be brainwashed, get the filth of the so-called white man's nonsense out of our head that we black people, that we Negroes, that we niggas, we African-American, all that got to go, man. Yes, we need brainwashing. But the best detergent, the best mental detergent for brainwashing, and that's logic and rationale. That's the best goddamn detergent right there. Logic and rationale. We need detergent with that those ingredients in it. Logic and rationale. You see, that way it throws off all of the beliefs. It throws off all of the nonsense. It throws off all of the fake uh, ideology 
policies and things that kept us in that circular state. Logic and rationale is the best, uh, uh, how you say it's the best uh, compound to put into our bleach to brainwash ourselves. You see, that's the best because, as I said, we a lot of us got filth in our minds, filth in our brains. We got filth, and we need a solution to clean it out because solution is a terminology they use to clean something, a cleaning solution. So, again, that stain in our brain must be wiped out. And what does that stain do? That stain keeps us moving in circles as black people with limitations, as Negroes. That stain keeps us moving in a continuous and constant state of nothingness. Yes, we have to be retra- we have to be trained. We have to be trained to think fourth dimensional. We have to be trained to think futuristically. We have to be trained to be mature and not be arguing with each other over nonsense and foolishness to put away our emotions. We have to be trained like that because you'll be surprised. Even though y'all hear me talk about it all the time, you'd be surprised how far that goes in our evolution to put away all that emotional nonsense, to put away all that emotional foolishness, all that nonsense, to put all that away. You see? We need that. We need that. All right? We need that going forward. We need that in a constant and continuous thing of power. We need that. We need that in a constant and continuous state of power. We need that. You see? Because without that, we have nothing. Without that, we have nothing. And we must have what we need. We must have what we need. Because we need what we have. And what we have and what we need is a constant. It is a constant and continuous. All it does is get greater when you remove the boundaries of that circle of which we lived in, that bubble that we lived in. We got to pop the bubble, man. How you say when you're telling somebody about reality, I hate I hate to bust your bubble. How you tell people, I hate to bust your bubble, right? And then you start giving it to them in reality. You see, we can't hate to bust the bubble. We got to break the bubble of illusion, delusion. We got to break that bubble. We got to break that bubble of delusional behavior, mindset. We got to break that bubble. That bubble got to pop. Why? Because, like I said, there is nothing, there is nothing that we can accomplish if we do not break that bubble, if we do not shatter that bubble. Okay? We have to shatter and break the bubble. That bubble has to be shattered. It has to be punctured. It has to be broken. Because without that, there is nothing. Without that, there is nothing. The truth that we speak, the power that we succeed, and the power that we have going forward is the ultimate power. That ultimate power is an Amen. That ultimate power is an Amen. 
that ultimate transmission is an almond. That's the power. We receive that power. We extend that power. We raise that power. Because without that power, there is nothing. The power that we will assail, that we will ascend to, is the ultimate power, the power of provision, the power of continuation. That is the ultimate power. What else if not that power? We are almond, and therefore we are constantly discovering who and what we are in this divine power, forward motion. Look at the people that have come into our lives. Look at the people that have extended our lives. Look at the message that has extended our lives. That's power. That's almond. That's power. Ultimate power, that is almond. You see, without that, there's nothing. Without that, there's nothing. We will gather in the name of something continuously. We will raise in the name of something continuously as long as we have something forward to look to. Let me take a call. 901. Ms. Vic, Ms. Jer. And Zach. I would just want to touch uh, touch on some bases and use a couple of references uh, okay. as far as movies and messages and the almond in us. Now, I know one movie and one character in particular is like Morgan Davis. Not Morgan Davis, Morgan Freeman. I'm sorry about that, sir. But Morgan okay. Freeman, how he, you know, put him in the spotlight as, you know, the man who's supposed to be, uh, you know, running things. And they put him in a, a spotlight, but that goes on to show me, uh, a message for us in our time, especially you, you know, as the leader. But measure uh, another movie I want to talk about is, I think it's called Mr. Rogers Show. It's with uh, Jim Carrey in it. And he went on to find out how they was, you know, record his birth. And he was just in a fake studio. Uh, uh, you know, it could have just like, Hollywood do their movies all over however, whatever space they have. And it was a fake world that he was living in. And he finally, you know, traveled to the end of the TV set and he broke out of their fake world. So that just brought me into the mind of those movies and I was just thinking about how we are busting the bubble and we really find that, you know, that higher link. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. We are breaking the bubble. That's we all I want to say, though, Mr. We're the only ones. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. We're the only ones that's breaking out of the bubble. The rest of these people are going to stay in the bubble until the bubble pops. And that's going to be the rude awakening. For I'm, and I'm being literal because, see, the beast keeps all of their little circular worlds going. He, like he's saying, it's nothing but an ongoing TV production of the beast. The, the black the black people, the white people, you know what I'm saying? They, it's all part of his production. They don't live outside his world. See, 
we are starting to live outside his world we're, because we're starting to think outside his world. By virtue of the fact that we're starting to think outside his world, outside of being black people, outside of being human, outside of all these things that are making sense, that are hitting these uh, hitting these levels of thinking for us that putting us in the right place where we ain't got to believe this. We can see it. We can feel it. Like I said, that's a sign that we're thinking outside of his box that he wanted us to stay in. No more. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And I want to just blend some things in right quick to our, uh, on that movie, Mr. Rogers. I know you probably seen it. And it's like he woke up, he seen how the mailman ran at the same time and People was getting up, you know, going to work, and they were driving and getting in their cars at the very same time. And they was doing this stuff simultaneously, and it was like, uh, you know, it was like a assimilation, and that's what the world looked like to me now. And it's like they got a billion cars they didn't make, and, and, and people would never get to drive them. and But still, they go to work every day and keep building cars and making cars. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's – they in assimilation, assimilation, and they just that's just in a, a like a a spinning record, like you said. They they in this circle of motion, and I mm-hmm. appreciate you taking my power measure. And you know, it was uh it was great on the nineteenth. But uh, I was just looking at the time, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm blissful to be a part of the family. Thank you, measure. All right, Menzak. Menzak. That's what I'm saying. We are exiting, exiting all of these stages. That's why I said, I, I, I know everybody was feeling my said, our people who are in this community, we, we see black people, and you can tell we're not even the same no more. We're not even moving on the same type of time as they are, man. Black, white, and everything in between, we're moving on a different type of time. You see how these people are looking at you. They know you are part of something else, man. They just can't describe it, but they know. All people who came in here who really accepted that they are of Amen, that we are of this power, this living power, they looking at you like you are something else because they know you are of something else. They know that you have become something else other than the black person they thought you was going to be. We've become something else. We are becoming something else ongoing. We are continuously becoming something else. And that something else is being revealed to us every day. Right back.
You see, people don't understand that in this life, this life delivers to us if we're paying attention. This life delivers a constant shock of reality. You see, this life gives us a constant shock of reality of who we are. This is constant. All right? All right. Uh, this is a constant and continuous thing. And in this constant and continuous life of ours that we strive to ascend towards to something greater, we have to know what the greater is. We cannot assume that the greater is these things in which we sit up here and think, oh, you know, uh, you know, money. We got the money. Yeah, the money. Oh, the, the whatever else. You see, we can't think like that. Money should never make us or break us. Money should never make us or break us. Material things should never make or break us. The things that will continue us forward, that will strengthen us, is our forward path into the future. Because see, on the path going forward, fourth dimensional wise, when I say forward, I say forward is really another way of saying fourth dimensional. Forward. Forward, future, fourth. It's meant to be futuristic in our motion and our movement and our movement toward that greater state of life in which we are. That's what it's meant to be. Forward in our greater state of motion and our greater state of power. Forward in our greater ascension of constant and continuous growth. Forward in our ascension to our higher self. Forward. That's all we should be thinking about. Forward as Amen. Forward as the Amen race, as the Amen, the Our Women. I say the Amen, the Our Women. Forward. Collectively together. That is our true power. With that, we can ascend all boundaries, all emotions, all the things that kept us in the basement, in the dark. We can ascend all of that. We're supposed to ascend all of that. You see, we're not supposed to be suffering. We're not supposed to be crying. We're not supposed to be sad and none of this other stuff. We're supposed to be prosperous in everything we do as we're moving forward. See, our job is to keep moving, man. Even when we get our money in this life, how we get our money, we get our money on the run, man. We're supposed to get our money, our knowledge, our training, everything we're supposed to get on the run, man, in motion. What I mean by on the run is we're supposed to be moving toward the fourth dimension. We ain't supposed to be like, oh, okay, I got my education in the two-dimensional realm as a Negro. I got my African-American studies in my, as a Negro, and, you know, I'm going to be an accomplished Negro in this society. Man, come on, man. We ain't here to be no Negroes in this society. We didn't come to this planet to be a bunch of goddamn Negroes, man. You know how these Negroes, they always talk about how we came, you know, that's the first black mayor over here. Oh, this is the first black congresswoman over here. Oh, this is the first black such and such over here. You got these goddamn beasts, these cave animals. They got control of the bubble that you live in, and in the bubble you live in, you can only aspire to be like them in that bubble. You got to look up to them in that bubble. You see? That's the first black this over here. You the first black mayor over here. They let a nigga be the mayor. That's all that translates into. They let a nigga, and they might we let a nigga be the mayor. We got our first black president over there. Yeah, we let a half of a nigga be be the president. That's all that all all that. Oh, that's the first black this and the first black that. 
see, that's what that means. Nothing. You in that bubble. You in that bubble. You in that constant bubble to nothing. You see, black people are constantly in that bubble. They born in that bubble. They are born into that bubble. They will constantly bubble into nothing. They're born into that bubble. And they want to stay in that bubble. They don't want to escape that bubble. See, this, this transmission was meant to be our escape route. This was meant to be our mental escape route. Because when you escape something mentally, you're going to, of course, you're going to eventually escape, escape it physically. Because your body will follow where your mind is. Your body will follow where your mind is. So if our minds have escaped darkness, we no longer see ourselves as black people because that was the darkness right there when we was going around like assholes calling ourselves black people. These damn devils, these damn cave beasts, condescending and calling ourselves black people. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Yeah, right. In circles to nowhere. Nowhere. Now, black people, for the most of them, it's too late to wake up, man. It's too late. Why do you think I said mental like it's not for black people? Because they couldn't help us even if they wanted to. They can't help us. They can't help us even if they wanted to. I'm going to show you how these niggas can't even get come and decide, hey, you know what? We see, like, when we was, I tell you, when we was at that African-American street festival out there and the, and the, brothers, had, the brothers had the table set up and they was doing, you know, doing their thing with their books and everything and we made a lot of money selling it. But like I said, we see all these pro-black, pan-Africanist Negroes out there with all this. Our table should have been bought out in like 20 minutes with these books. I mean, we did, the brothers did well, but you really see that because black people can't see themselves, can't see their faces in any state of power. They don't even want that for their children. Those books should have been bought for their children, even if they couldn't see it. It's supposed to have been for their children to see. Their children are superheroes, superheroes that look like them, written by people that look like them. You see, when you can't even see something like that, you see, that's all. Like you said, we was out there, we was the brightest things out there. Everything looked all dark and dingy when we was out there. Everything seemed lifeless. We're the only ones with that color, the, the colors, the shirts we brought. We're the only ones that brought life to that whole goddamn park. It's just like a black cloud was over the damn park. We was, the, we was that ray of light. We was that ray of sunshine. We was that ray of sunshine there. The kids, the children were coming over, looking at the books, looking at the table, the bright tablecloths. They were all attracted over there. But you know what? The Negroes, they didn't buy nothing. Because they're in that state of blackness. See, to them, oh, what's this, some comic book? There's some, no, 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 no. This was meant to be for yourselves and for your children a state of power in which they could see themselves first and foremost in art form as superheroes. So that goes into their mind. So they can not think of themselves as a bunch of coons and little sambos and coons and little, you know, whatever. Without he being emasculated today, you would want your son to have a hurt book. You would want your daughter to have a, a she fly book, or you know, or or, or a matriarch. One of some other characters we got. We got we got a lot of more uh, women characters coming, and men of course, but a lot of women characters coming. So it's coming. You would want your children to have those books, so they can put their mind in a state of power, in a state of law, in a state of order. That's why I wrote them. 
That's why this idea was conceived, because even that was conceived by mental health, to break off people out of that mind state of being criminals, being in the hood, being Negroes. They needed to see themselves. That was a way out for them through those books. That's why I created it. For the bronze ones of our people, the little bright ones, the future bright ones who are being raised by black people who can't see no way out, I created a way for them through those books so they can lose themselves in those books, so they can follow those books, so they can make their way to us. That's why I did that. You see? They want, exactly, they want their children as dead as they are. That's really what it is. They want their children to be dead as well, right along with them. They don't want their children to have life. They don't want their children to have life. They want their children to be as dead as they are. They wouldn't even buy a damn $5 book. You see, what's showing their images, but this is the pan-African black. They going around buying food and all kind of other nonsense, more black nonsense. You can buy a $5 book. Like I said, their brothers made plenty of money out there. Don't get it twisted. They made nice money. The brothers made nice money out there, came to show support, signed some books and whatnot, you know. But like I said, they should have been, I mean, for the most part, they sold out a lot. But I'm like I said, they should, we should have been, now ran through everything and damn it the first day and, and just running through them making plenty of money because it's nothing but $5 and it's for the image of your children that they need to see that. States and statue of power where there is no limitation, where there is continuation, where there is constant and continuous power. We are in that state of power. We are in that state of continuation. You see? We are in that state of power. We are in that state of continuation as we're supposed to be because we look forward to the fourth. We look forward to the fourth. We look forward to the future. You see? And like I said, every fourth of the month, we should make sure we do something special. Every fourth of the month to commemorate the number four as in the fourth dimension in which we are moving toward. We should always do something special on the fourth of every month. That just came to me to say that. We should always commemorate the fourth of every month. You see, that's the stage of power. That is the stage of power. That is the stage of power. You see, make it a point to do something the fourth of every month. You see, you know, we should do that because we are worth that to constantly keep that in mind. The fourth of every month, the day of power, the day of the square. That is the time where we should square up all of our actions and deeds, make sure we don't owe nobody nothing. You dues, payers in the Republic of Mentelect, we should square up our actions and deeds, make sure we don't owe nobody, make sure we paid up, make sure we ain't, we ain't no misunderstandings with people, things like that, whatever accounts we have to sell, whatever bill, whatever we got to take care of, that should be squared up by the fourth. You see, handle your business. That should be squared up. We have to make sure that we don't we don't lag behind when we're doing things like black people do. Because black people like to lag behind. They like to be in debt three, four, five months, do debt, whatever. They like to be in debt. We don't like that. We don't like that. We as bright people don't like that. We as the bright race, we don't like that. We want to be four steps ahead of everybody. Eight steps ahead of everybody. 
12 steps ahead of everybody. Y'all get where I'm going with this? 13 steps ahead of everybody. And we will. We will. You see, the ascension is powerful in that we have ascended to this level, supremacy. Because, again, supremacy starts first and foremost in the mind. I'm going to see what I'm telling y'all. Trust me. Supremacy starts first and foremost in the mind. You see, supremacy starts first and foremost in the mind. You see, when the so-called white man has you Negro come off black supremacy, he knows there's no such thing as black supremacy. There's no supremacy in blackness. That was meant to be a joke. But we are in a state of bright supremacy now. We are in a state of bright supremacy because, see, we are thinking righteously. We are thinking righteously. We are thinking collectively in a state of power. We are thinking righteously. We are thinking collectively in a state of power. And in a state of power, there can be nothing but continuation of extended power. There can be nothing else. We can have nothing else. The power is in us to extend us, to raise us. That power is in us. The power to move forward in our lives, really forward, not in not in the circle of the present where we think, oh, you know, we moving forward. No, that's not forward. Forward is just what I told you it was. Forward is continuous motion, constantly moving. That's forward. The accomplishment of us. We have greater things to accomplish in this world. We have extended things to accomplish in this world. And we're going to accomplish them. We're going to extend ourselves to accomplish these things. We're going to make ourselves accomplished people, supreme people, extended people. We're going to make ourselves that because we deserve that. And in the deserving of something, you have to first and foremost accept that you have to move out of places we have to move out of places that kept us in a state of nothing. We have to move out of places that have kept us in a state of nothing. And because it has kept us in a state of nothing, because we have not grown into anything, now is the time for us to grow toward more. Our power, our power is first and foremost perception. It has to be perception. You have to perceive all of this in order to achieve all of this. How you say those that, you know, power perceived is power achieved, that's real. Power perceived is power achieved. When people feel the power in you, right, when they feel how you carry yourself, your outlook, then you have achieved power in the minds of those people. You have ascended. See, money don't buy you power. Money does not buy you power. You see, money doesn't buy you power. Uh, associates or association with people don't buy you power. It's the power that you perceive first in yourself when you understand things that others don't. 
on that lower and that lesser level, when you understand things on a higher level, what your place is, you're not walking around delusional like a lot of these people. Like you said, you got these people who actually think money equals power and respect. It don't. You got a lot of people that got money and they get disrespected every day. They get played every day. They get robbed every day, taken advantage of every day. So, no, money does not denote that. How many friends, how many people you associate with does not denote that. You see, how many places you done been in the world doesn't mean a damn thing. It does not equal power. Power is first and foremost what you can perceive, what you can accept about who you are, what level you are at, where you need to go. What is what is forward? What does that mean? What is forward? What does that mean? You have to be able to accept the true reality of what that means and that you have not been going forward in your life. I don't give a damn if you got an education. I don't care how many degrees you got, how much money you don't raise, how many people listen to you, how many views you got. Nigga, that's not no goddamn uh, 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 success. That's not success. People watch you all day. Money will flow in and out of your hands all day through these credit systems. So what? Means nothing. Means nothing. See, the beast can shut all that down in a heartbeat. He can stop the money flow. He can cut off the computer, stop the money flow, freeze your money, you know, uh, say money don't mount, matter no more, cash don't matter no more. He can do all that. Yes, he can. He can shut the Internet off, right? He can do all that. He can tell you you can't go to this place, that this place is closed, you can't go in and out, airport's closed, can't travel to places. Right? Can't have more than one, so a few people in the room. You can't go out. You can, you can tell you all that. So all the things that you thought made you powerful and whatnot can be stopped by man? Hell no. No. But those of you who think that way, that is real to you. We'll be right back. <laughs> You know, we're dealing with a very critical and crucial time. Most crucial and critical time that I've ever witnessed. Being as young as I am, you know, we all don't want to say nothing else, so we say as young as we are. Now, I want to talk about them. The pronunciation and the realization. Now, the educators, they call it ESP, positive banking, right? Some of the people on the, on the cross of the side of the pond call it vibe, vibration, astrology, and all those different things, you understand? But I call what it is and what it is. What it is and what it is. Look at him. Now you see, a brother, you take in the ghetto, you find a whole lot of crime. I can understand, hey, I know what it means. Being nine years old before I got my first day on the way out of a stove. 
you know, putting on a half, a half press suit from the pawn shop with tennis shoes, trying to be hip, so I know where it's coming from. Like the fellas say, having catfish head stew. And then like the catfish went in there with his head and come out very quick and didn't leave nothing else. Now it's one thing the educators and the politicians and the establishment got to remember. Now brothers, these jobs. If you don't wait, you can't eat dust. If you don't wait, you can't eat Get hip to yourself, good start, my brother, and get it from the street. If you don't wait, you can't eat this. You can't eat So you got to have mind power To deal with starvation And that's what we're dealing with You see we can't Go back to the biblical stories Two loaves of bread Or two little fishes Five loaves of bread Two little fishes, yeah Five loaves of bread Now look here, too many brothers to go by that Now I want your brothers to dig where we're coming from Set your mind right here. Take the JBE experience. I dug this from a young man out of New York. He said the GBE. The GBE. Now we want to take it to the JBE. The JBE experience. And Fred. Brother. Brother. Lay it on me. Lay it Mind power Chicago, the Bay Area, what? 
Five point butter, mid bottom in Atlanta. Dying Street in Augusta. West Broad in Savannah. U Street in Washington. <laughs> Going over to Baltimore. South Street in Philly. Boston. I know. Somebody need to help us. Give us. Just give us a chance. Somebody. Brothers across the nation. They gotta get themselves together. Unified. We need information. Brothers across the nation. Pass on that right on information. Brothers across the nation.
Give me, give me a taste. Hit me. Remember in the Superman movie, Man of Steel, which, by the way, is going to be a movie for movie night tomorrow at 7, Man of Steel, the Superman movie, Man of Steel, the one from 2013, one of the best Superman's in the installment. But when they said, when he said that that serpentine symbol represented hope, right, that's just so reminiscent of where we are as a people because Superman was supposed to represent a man of the future. You see, when you got people who are, focused on the future, people who are, you know, he came to bring hope to the earth, really hope to the humans, man. You know what I'm saying? Because he was supposed to be, I guess, an extended human. He's a so-called human. You know, he was an extended version. He was one of them, right? And he was he came to bring hope to them, you see, of what the future holds, you see. Everyone knows that as long as children are being born, long as children are coming forward, there's hope. I felt that when my daughter was born, that was hope. Because, like I said, I started off, you know, late making babies, man. I started off at 49 years old, same age my grandfather was, you know, when he had my father, when he made my father, 49 years old. You know, I always knew the plumbing worked, but, like I said, you know, until you actually have to use the plumbing, you know, and you see... You know, you did a good job in the output. But my point being is that a lot of people would not have started or thought about starting at 49 years old, 50 years old. You mean, but I'm not a lot of people. This is the best part of my life. The best part of my life is the life that has that I have yet to have. She's one of the best things in my life now. Right? She represents hope to me. You see, a lot of people, you know, they counted me out a long time ago when it came to having children because 20s went by, 30s, 40s went by. You know what I'm saying? Then here I come with a daughter out of, out of the blue. Beautiful, fussy little one at that. But my point being is that she represents the future. And it's for her that I do everything. And for your children or in our children in this community, that I do what I do, why I go so hard, why I don't play, because power don't play, because what I don't do now, what we all don't get on the board, board get, you know, on board and do together collectively, they're not going to see it tomorrow. They're not going to see it tomorrow. So we have to make our time always matter. Our time is precious. Our time means something. Always. You see? Right. Our time means something always. 
right? We must remember that. Because without time, without space, without development, we have nothing. Time was meant for us to grow, to evolve, to extend. That's what time was meant for us to do. That's what time was meant for us to do. It was meant for nothing else but that. But that. It could be nothing else but that. Right? It could be nothing else but that. So when we have a future, when we have hope, when we have something to look forward to, that's real, man. That's real. You see? Things change your life when you have someone that you have to be responsible for. Things change your life. People got to understand that. When you got somebody that you have to be responsible for, you worry about them. You worry about their well-being, and you shift your life in a position where you can do everything in your power to make sure they excel. That represents our children, man. That's the future. That's the fourth dimension right there. You see, that's us standing in the image of Amit. You see, you see a lot of these children, like you see a lot of these, I'm going to just call them kids. You see a lot of these kids from black people and these white kids too. You could tell that that's nothing but a circle to nowhere. You can look and tell that's basically a circle to nowhere. They were born into a circle of nothingness and they're going to fade out in that circle of nothingness because they're going to be taught nothing by their parents. They're going to be given the proverbial circular speech about life or existence and what they should be doing. That's not us. That's not us. That is not us. See? Because Amin is raising us. Amin is raising us to see beyond that. Amin is raising us to sense and have our sensory on beyond that, where we see things beyond our physical eyes, where we see things beyond, or we hear things beyond our physical our hearing, you see, we are able to receive things beyond our current thought. That's power. It's powerful when you can actually see the future. It's powerful where you can actually see the future. You see, because the beast tries hard not to get us to see it. They try hard to make us stay locked in what? The past? Why you think you see all them slave movies? Why you think you see all them slave movies? They try hard to keep you locked in the past or in his present of what he wants you to be. That's why either you're going to be a damn slave or if you're a so-called black man nowadays acting on screen, you're going to be LGBT or LGBT open or some weird nonsense. You're going to be a sambo or a coon. If you're a black female, you're going to be a bed wench, you see, or a mammy, you know, that past and present view of you. But it's never anything really do you see futuristic, you see, because they don't understand the future. They don't understand it. They don't, they don't have no, no place in the future. They live in a bubble as well. These humans live in a bubble. They live in a bubble of their own existence that was created for them by us. So, therefore, they are delusional to anything outside of their world. That's why when we speak about Amen, we speak about the fourth dimension and whatnot, they're going to listen. And a lot of them will take heed. A lot of them oh, who is this guy? He's crazy. He's be, yeah. But you obviously, if you took long enough to listen, 
because you got people that come out, they've been listening to me for years and years and years and whatnot, and they say, oh, you, you uh, mental like they call me mental like mental like I've been listening to you for years and years and years, and you full of it. Well, how can I be full of it if you've been listening to me for years and years and years? I don't have people insult me in my comment section with that. Obviously, something attracted you to it to make you listen to it, because if I hear something that is, is BS or I, I feel it's not real, it's not picking up on my sensory, boom, it's off. I'm not going to listen to it, the whole thing. I'm not going to listen to 10 minutes of it. It's off. Damn sure I ain't going to be listening to no years, no four years, no three years. Guy, the guy actually say that to me. I've been listening to you for five years, mental like, and ain't nothing happened yet. Yeah, that's your fault. Ain't nothing happened yet to you. You're right. Nothing happened. Because you have to have something near for something to happen. You see? You're not of the future, so it made no sense for you to listen. I would have told you, I, would have, I could have saved you five years of your wasting of time listening to me because I told you I'm not here for black people. Black people have nothing to look forward to. Black people have nothing to look forward to. The best days of being so-called black people is gone, man. You niggas' highlights was when y'all was up there talking that say it loud and I'm black and I'm proud. Now you so-called black men got and black people got for your representation, Little Nas X and Meg Thee Stallion. That's who you got to represent the future black race right there. Right there. That's who you got to look forward to. You see? That's what you got to look forward to. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what the beast's giving you to raise your children in the image of, to look up to. Garbage that they created for you to follow. Subhuman garbage. You see? This is what they want you to look up to and admire. These whores twerking their ass and these males being a damn bunch of booty bandits, bend over boys. This is what they want you to look forward to, your sons and daughters. This is the music they program for you to listen to. It's like they smearing shit in your face. That's what they're doing. They smearing shit in your face, black people. And you know what y'all doing? You're going to rub it all over yourself and say, oh, it's good, master. It's good. Whatever you give us, it's all good. That's your mindset. Niggas want this LGBT education? You got to get this vax. You got to get the jab to get your LGBT education. Okay. Because you live in that bubble of nothing. You live in the bubble of nothing. You embrace nonsense and foolish. The same way you niggas embrace that that uh, uh, that, that 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 so-called soul food diet, the ham hocks and chitlins. You know that slave diet where the, y'all was eating garbage, pig, all kind of pigs and everything else. Now it's soul food. You see, that's it. That's what you embrace. Nothing. Nothing. And now when it comes time to embrace something that's real, a lot of you are going to be like, uh, eh, why y'all going to be like, eh, hey, eh, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with nothing. I'm good. I'm good, my dude. I'm good with nothing. That's what you're going to embrace. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Nothing from nothing brings nothing. And in the extension of nothing, there's nothing to extend to. You see, as we have found out 
in the real world that you have to have something futuristic to look forward to, something really futuristic, something that is out of this world. What do I mean out of this world, out of this three-dimensional world, out of this definitely out of this two-dimensional world? You see, it's the otherworldly power that we look to inherit as the Amun race. We are the Amun race. We are not the black race. We are not the human race. We are the Amun race. Know that. Move with that. Ascend with that. And like I said, it's going to be many that will come, many will call, few are chosen. Some will follow. Some will fall to the wayside. That's part of the journey. That's part of the journey. Some people want to return back to their little bubbles of nothingness. Others want to break out of those bubbles and keep moving, keep floating, keep going in that linear state. We don't. We want to leave out of the circle of nothing because something greater is calling on us, and that's Amen. That's our ascendance. Not no spook gods, not some unseen beings. Amen, our children, our ascendants, let us know, letting us know that we have to work toward them. We have to work toward where they are because where they are is where they are, which is in the future. In those extended states, in those greater states, what makes this state extended when they go into the future? Because they're going to be more advanced than us. So already their world is extended because they're going to be more advanced than us mentally. So already their world has been extended far more greater than ours. So they're going to be born into knowing they almond. It's different from learning that you almond. You know, it's good that we get that power. But, but see, when you're born into this knowing you almond, you are the first children. And these children are the first ones who are not born into a state of sin. The sin representing the circle, the circle of illusion, the circle of lies the circle of worship and the beast. Now, they're not going to be born into that. So, therefore, they are on the path to the future and that path to power. So, let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Where else is there to go other than the fourth dimension? Nowhere. Nowhere. It's only forward. There's not, you see, there's no third word. There's no second word. There's only forward. There's no fifth word for you fifth-dimensional niggas. There's no fifth dimension to go to. It's only forward because four represents the beginning of this ascension, the one. What are people living for in this uh, dimension? Nothing. Nothing. Eating, sleeping, crapping, having sex, and all the things you do. Animals do that. Animals do that. Animals eat, sleep, shit, screw. Animals do that. You're going to have to come with a lot more of meaning to your life than that. Having babies, you have to come with a lot more meaning to your life than just that. That ain't going to cut it. Not in the fourth dimension, it won't. What is ahead in the fourth dimension? Power, mental power beyond your imagination. Mental power. I saw it. Why do people put things of this world first? Because they in a bubble. They in that circular bubble. And it's not, they think it's first, but it's actually 
zero. It's nothing. They put zero first. Not first. They don't put they put zero ahead of everything. Not first. They put zero ahead. Right? Can the next world be a place of solace? It already is. Because I lived there. You all lived there. Those of you who are truly with me. See, the ones who don't live there mentally, uh, and I'm in that fourth dimensional world of solace, well, we ain't worrying about the things black people worrying about. Oh, well, now you need to go be with black people then. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust. And Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual leader, Menkares. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. And uh, movie night. You know, mental like movie night, seven o'clock. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.